Lady Victim Radio, live with your host, Casey Blaze. The hottest show interrupting the airwaves. Hot topics, great music, talent battles, and so much more. On air in one, two, three. Hello, 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 everybody. Is the great Santiago in the building? Yes, yes, I'm here. Okay. What I want to do is start this off the right way. First of all, this is going to be a beautiful topic. Um, I first off want to start by introducing the great Latin lover himself and his Miss Blaze. Yes, I am. Say herself, the self-proclaimed woman (laughs) magnet, Santiago, uh, in the building. (laughs) You never called me the woman the woman magnet. That's that's funny. Um, but the sexologist, yes, the propitiator, the plumber, um, so many, so many, so many uh, titles I was given. Not self-proclaimed and not self-proclaimed. They uh, were were earned, and um, now they are me, and I am them. Thank you. All right, absolutely. Well. That definitely deserves some uh, play. Now, also yes, yes. yours truly, <laughs> intellectually stimulating the multi-instrumentalist himself, gifted, extraordinary, Mr. Beloved. So, let's do, <laughs> what are we going to play for that? <laughs> what are we going to do for that? Let's introduce yourself. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay, let, let me do it. And now, oh, okay. introducing All right. the man. The man, oh, yeah. the living legend, okay. the guy, yeah. the cerebral, the, the okay. most intelligent, the most pensive, introspective. Right. There you mm. go. Uh, perspicacious, <laughs> sagacious, <laughs> sapient. You, scare, you know what I mean? Me. <laughs> <laughs> All Beloved right. That des- is in the building. Absolutely. That's, that deserves some play. Let me do that. Come on. Wow, so that was Santiago. That was awesome. That was an awesome introduction. Thank you, wow. thank you, sir. Um, take some notes, Miss <laughs> <up>, Blaze. <laughs> okay. Yes, um, yes. All right. I'm delighted again to present tonight's topic, which will uh, be the top ten things that men love about women. However, before we do get started, I would like to just conclude that, unfortunately, uh, as you all know, we do not have our first lady, Ms. Casey Blaze, here tonight. However, we do look forward to her being back with us next week to grace us all with her foolishness. I'm sorry, I mean, not fool, I, I meant her superb greatness. <laughs> so, to her direct fan oh, base, wow. we intend, <laughs> we nice, intend nice. to still deliver to you all a great show and can pretty much promise that it will be just that indeed a great show as well as interesting. So, it appears, brother, Absolutely. we're back together. We're back together again. again. We did a show yes, yes. just Tuesday, you and I. We're in um, uh, our first lady of Lady Vixen Radio was not here with us then either. And the subject matter was the top five relationship deal breakers. And tonight we're actually talking about the top t- uh, 10 things that men love about women. Um, I remember we did a show, what was this, several months ago about the top mm-hmm. 20 things that men disliked about women. And that list seemed a bit longer. Uh, so we might have yeah. to recap this show again one day soon, brother, uh, before the female persuasion decide to do a group molly hop on you and me. <laughs> because uh, 
the list is short, and we're only doing 10 of the great things, and it was 20 of the things that we disliked. That's crazy. But, um, however, that yeah. being said, um, well, what there's would a lot be more. your number? I'm sorry? There's a, there's a lot. No, I'm just saying there's a lot more than 10 that I can think of, and I'm sure there's plenty of men out there that can. And there's plenty of men out there that can't because of their uh, mm-hmm. maybe bad situations with certain women and maybe – uh, maybe a little misogynistic and some things that, you know, that dismay them about women. And um, But before we get started, mm-hmm. we also want to make sure um, everybody knows that uh, they, uh, we're, we're just conversing, so our, con- our actual phone calls will be limited, if not at all present. But, yes, Absolutely. you can start it off and, and do it with your number one and, Okay, well, what I was going to do, I was actually going to going to going to persuade the mic to you. What happens is, uh, you know, oh, because okay. um, I was actually wondering, um, mm-hmm. for you, how hard was this? Because for me, it was kind of hard because, like you what? said, you can always you, you well you can always, well no it was hard to limit it to ten. I I okay. found myself oh, okay. going well over ten. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that being said, I wanted to know, yeah. actually, what would be your number one? Because that, that was hard for me, too, because it seems that I had a few number ones on my mm. list. That, that, yeah. that is, you know, and, and, and I, I kind of crossed the same dilemma um, because there is a lot of things. Because, you know, of course, uh, we both love women. and uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I believe women are the most powerful thing on the planet, really. Yeah. So indeed, um, agreed. So I mean, of course, I want women to be on my side and like me because I like them, <laughs> and uh, I like how they make me feel, and I like to make them feel good. But um, that's another mm-hmm. subject, another story, another topic we can discuss another day. Well, that but, could um, actually be your number one right there. How they make you feel? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the thing is, is it's it's even very difficult to pick a number one. Because there's right. so many, I think, uh, so many uh, categories or, you know, um, things that could be number one. Um, okay. But when I started my list, the first thing that really strikes out, strikes to me, I mean, gives me, it's me is first the, and I think we probably might be pretty close in picking this as number one. I I really, I really love about women is their cerebralness, their intelligence, their intelligence. Uh, you know, that is one of the things I love in a woman is when she's intelligent, um, when she can, and I mean, I know that encapsulates a lot of things in a lot of areas, mm-hmm. because if she's intelligent and smart, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of the other categories will be, you know, checked off as well, um, because when someone has some intelligence, they want to make them they want to work on themselves to be the best person they can, if, if that be spiritually, um, intelligence, uh, confidence, and all those things. So, yeah, I, I really like, love about a woman is when she's very intelligent, when she's uh, uh, educated, uh, cerebral, and that's my probably would be my number one or 1A. Okay. Okay. Um. I guess I, I'm going to have a number one, but I'm gonna I'm going to probably uh, tone to it just a little differently. Because first off, okay. first off, I have to be attracted to some capacity, and that I would even be drawn 
in to even be able to appreciate other elements of her within, you know, other areas of her persona, be it spiritual, physical, intellectual, etc. And for a lot of men, unfortunately, from what I have researched, this becomes a problem area you know, because most men are so inclined to just the uh, aesthetics of a woman. You know, they, they become immersed in the physical attributes of the female mystique. And this is fine. You know, however, it should, you know, by far not end just there. And for a lot of men, it does until the point where they do not come to the realization until very late that um, they are actually settling in terms of limiting themselves to just physical attributes. Uh, for me, it takes a great deal of maturity and understanding that women are so much more than the false sense of reality that we have become so, uh, you know, accustomed to and comfortable in believing mm-hmm. in by and large due to the way that uh, in which we allow societal influence as far as our image of women, uh, what we think of uh, that women want our misconceptions of women and uh, peering into a much broader spectrum um, because allowing our ideas of what we think that we know to expand a certain horizon a bit more and allow us to better understanding. Um, I'm looking for a much more clear view as to what that is. Uh, You know, what it, what is true, what it is truly about women uh, and their variety of beauty uh, their splendor, intellect, creativity, and a, a variety, a whole, you know, uh, amalgamation of, of mystery and perplexity, as well as the culmination of the forces of love and as well as abhorrence at times. Um, so right. that being said, and that being, you know, contoured, uh, might might make more clear uh, my number, you know, well, the things that I have outlined here. So I would say that the first thing that I look at is uh, woman's eyes, I, and um, yes. Did you say eyes? Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing that I look okay. at. Um, uh, you look at the eyes. Yeah. Now here's the thing. For real? I, it, 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 well, yeah. See, that okay, it can get complicated you're, you're because. Stammering. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the first things, but then I'm gonna have to say that the first thing that captivates me before I even get to peer into a woman's eyes is going to be the way that she walks. See, there's different dynamics Mm. to this because how did you meet the woman? Did you meet her by way of, uh, you know, did you meet her by way of phone? Did you meet her by way of a site? Did you meet her by way of being in person? You know, it's so many different dynamics. (laughs) Well, then that woman, well, if if it's at the strip club, brother, that woman, she doesn't have a chance. That's just, yeah. She's no. yeah, no. If you met her at the strip club, I'm just saying mm-hmm. you weren't looking at her mm-hmm. eyes. Uh, well, then I was probably, I was probably not, not taking those her eyes. serious anyway. The other eyes. Yeah, I wasn't taking her seriously. If I was, yeah. Now, really? if, if yeah, well, at a strip because if There's I was a lot of women that ain't gonna like that, I take. I, hey, man, what's wh- wrong with what's wrong with the strippers, man? What's going on? It's not nothing's wrong with the strippers, and Come on, I commend clean that up. And let me tell you something. I commend strippers. They, you know, they do a great job at what they do. The thing is, though, if I'm looking for a man, significant they're the hardest other, working women on the planet. Well, if I'm looking for a woman that fit, you need them. Well, you need them. <laughs> if I'm looking for a woman that should be my significant <laughs> other, she ain't gonna be in a strip. You know, in the strip game, it's just not gonna be. Um, and not that I. 
I don't negate women that are strippers. Um, you know, more power to them and bless them. Um, it's just not, it's it's not for beloved. Um, the way a woman walks to me says so much about her. You know, because it tells you if she's confident. It tells you if she possesses class. If she appears to have things together in her life, and sometimes it can just you know tell you if she just feels sexy, wants to flaunt it. You know, maybe that particular day. Um, there's definitely certain ways Let me that ask women you talk. Real quick. Go ahead. Since we got on the stripper thing, real quick. Real quick. Uh-oh. I, I mean, I, I've been interrupting you a lot, and I apologize for that. But, you know, it's okay. this is my it's thing. Okay. This is my thing right mm-hmm. here. So, uh, mm-hmm. what if, and I know probably people are just like, ask this question, Santiago. Ask him this question. Okay. <laughs> what if she used okay. stripping as a means to an end of something, uh, to get somewhere like education, and, and, bec- and she became, say, she became a, a nurse, an RN, or an accountant, and you met mm-hmm. her as an RN or an accountant or something, and then she mm-hmm. revealed to you that she was a stripper for five years to get the money to go there. Okay, well, I don't have a problem with that because I understand how – I will never prejudge anybody, you understand? So if that was something that she used as a means and, you know, she explained that to me, first of all, I will understand the loyalty and the honesty. And the integrity that it but takes she's to be so honest. Huh? Well, no, she's not out the door. Now, the thing is, if I go into a strip club and, you know, I'm, I'm, it's my presumption that when somebody sees a male at a strip club, they already have precognitive ideas as to why he's there. So it wouldn't be more because she was there, but it would be because more of that's where I was when I saw her. So it wouldn't really have as much to do with her as it would me because it would be the uh, the connotation of the way that I would feel that I was being presumed. So if I was there for that purpose, why would you want to talk to me and believe that you could take me seriously or believe that I would take you seriously? That's what it's more about, not not more, not more so much about her uh, because I don't mm. look down on, okay. on uh, women that, that strip. I don't, no. I don't see anything wrong no, with okay. it. Well, Not I definitely don't, because I used to be, I used to be the uh, national stripper of the year myself. So there's no way that I could look at women that strip as a bad thing. But you know, back it's in my day, I used to do my no. two-step stripping, and yeah, I was pretty good. <laughs> I was pretty good. I have to say so myself. Um, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's interesting because you know, there's a lot of women out there that use that, you know, to um to uh you know, to funnel money into a certain direction they want to go that, you know, cause it, I mean, it, you can, but I, it would be really kind of funny and awkward if you were stripping at uh, 50 or 60 years old. So at some point, you yeah, have to I mean, set a goal. and Yeah, so, you know, but it's, yeah. it, it, it seems like your first statement was, yeah, yeah it was just totally like, vegan well, or something. They're not, they're not for you. <laughs> yeah, they're not for you, but then if they were stripping at that time, but then if they mm-hmm. reveal they were stripping to you, that would be a little different for you. So you're okay with that if it was in the past. Um, Right. Well, like I said, it's not even the fact that stripping is not the problem. The problem is... Why you always lying? <laughs> the problem is... It's not the stripping's not the problem actually. The problem is is me and the way that I'm perceived. So therefore, the way that I perceive the perception of me. Okay. And then it, you, let me add, yeah, let me give you another scenario. So say the stripper was 
She, while she was stripping, as you met her in a library, mm-hmm. and she was <laughs> getting, <laughs> as she was going to school to be a chemical engineer. What would you do? Okay. Then? Okay. So wait, now what? So the analogy is, I met her in the library. You met her in the library. Mm-hmm. You like her because physically she mm-hmm. has nice eyes. Whatever that means, mm-hmm. and I know what that means. I'll explain later. Anyway, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he winked at you, right? Or one of them winked. Okay. Um, okay. And she, she, you had, you struck up a nice conversation, and she says okay. to you, uh, "I'm in my last year. Um, I'm graduating as a chemical engineer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can see that she's very intelligent, very cerebral, very smart, lettered, whatever. And okay. somewhere." After she gets to know you, you guys date. You're out on dinner having a great time. And she says, well, you know, one of the ways I'm able to get through this because my family doesn't have the money, I strip two days a week. Okay. Da, well, da, 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 da. here's the thing. I'm not going to look down on her. That's that Because you already know I'm not, and I make it aforementioned all the time, I'm not nowhere near politically correct. So I don't have uh pre- You? Yeah, well, right, absolutely, okay. you know. So, you know, I don't have preconceived notions of what a, okay. what it is to be a stripper. Um, she's still an individual person. The thing is, what's going to narrow down to, though, is she still the person for me? Not because she's a stripper. Let's let's leave that, you know, let's, let's, we, we don't have to worry about that. We could talk about that some other yeah. time. Okay, the fact that she was a stripper, right. we'll... Well, yeah, we'll talk about this some other time. Now, the thing is, is that it, let's define the characteristics of her and the elements of the uh, what chemistry that her and I divulge between each other. You know, is this something right. that that has a possibility to evolve into something other than nothingness? Because obviously, if there's just mutual attraction aesthetically, that's one thing. But now, being cerebral. That could be another thing as well, but now, even in being cerebral, does she captivate me? Is there that spark? Because I'm a very, very particular person, and I'm not normal in the sense that it would just be able to be um, somebody that possesses certain attributes that uh, might be comparable to my own that will just compel me, because sometimes it has been the opposite of me that has attracted me um, in a sense, you know, in, in a lot of ways. Um, and a, a lot of times it brings about a different polarity that is captivating. So it, it just really would really depend Santiago on that woman for me. Um, but to narrow it down, just that little part about the yeah. stripper, that would that wouldn't have a bearing on anything. That would just be something like a uh in passing, oh you were a stripper? Okay. And then we'd be on to the next subject. Okay, okay. You hear that lady? Mm-hmm. All those out there ladies shaking their tail that want to change their life with a, a very intelligent, very handsome man. <laughs> give him a call. Or give me a call and I'll and I'll hook you up with my brother. <laughs> All right. Well, so we're on right. to number two. Number two. Okay. My number what two. Would be... Yes, sir. Okay. My number two is I. What I love about a woman is 
her confidence or swag. Um, she has to be very confident, very confident, excuse me. And um, when they are very confident, I mean, you know, wow. You know, mm-hmm. just, just be okay with yourself, be not okay, but really, you know, um, comfortable in your own skin. It's very, very, very attractive. Um, you know, you have, um, you know, I guess it's kind of weird because I think everybody probably would expect me to be more connected to the physical attributes. Um, but I think that um, those things, I mean, I've, I've seen in my time already is that women can make themselves, they can appear to be a, a dime. Like I think I heard someone said one time, but their attitude and their character had makes them a five. And mm. I've seen women that probably physically or society would say they're maybe a five or a six, but their character and their attitude and their confidence brings them up to eight, nine or 10. So for me, okay. yes, confidence is important. And I'm sure there's a lot of things that make this woman confident. Um, mm-hmm. The way she's, you know, taking care of herself, uh, maybe what she's, mm-hmm. you know, how she feels, how she feels physically, not what she looks like physically. I mean, if her health is good, um, you know, maybe her career, you know, she's in a good place spiritually, spiritual, um, you know, connection is, is important. And, you know, those things that put her in a position where she's, you can't really, you know, tell her anything like negative and her spirit is good. Her energy is great. That is, you know, very high on my list. I love great energy. Um, Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so for that second one for you is indeed confidence. But like a lot of things, you know, I think, you know, just even with, you know, someone being cerebral or intelligent, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of things that kind of fall under that umbrella, just like confidence. Okay. So let me ask you this, brother. What is that kind of confidence was superseded? And like like we said, she had all the attributes. She was cerebral. She was intellectual. She was beautiful. And these are all all of the things that attracted you in the first place. But what if it was all superseded by kind of arrogance? How would you handle that? Mm. Mm. Uh, I always felt like arrogance is kind of in the eye of the beholder in the sense that I think mm-hmm. I'm so confident that I don't see pe- very many people as arrogant. I think mm-hmm. sometimes it's uh, their insecurities or their lack of confidence that may, that they look at other people as arrogant or cocky or, okay. you know, overconfident. I've always felt like that, but, you know, I guess some people say, no, nah, that person is cocky. I'm like, well, I think sometimes when you're very – it's kind of like intelligence, right? If you mm-hmm. really feel that you're very intelligent, you know, I mean, you should probably not think that way, probably allow other people to classify or, or, or define you as intelligent. But if you feel that you're, you're, you're part of your confidence is you really feel like you're intelligent, could you look at somebody else and say that person thinks that they're too smart or not smart, depending on your intelligence or, your, or you know, Absolutely. Your, there's, there's a confidence going. that goes with that. You see, you see right. where I'm going? So I think if you have that, um, and I don't know what level confidence you would have, but you have mm-hmm. a confidence that can be misconstrued as kind of cocky or maybe right. arrogant. But I think it's okay. It's a perception. It's also, you know, 
it's a, it's, it can be an individual's perspective on how they look at you or perceive you because of their lack of confidence or mm. their level of confidence. Let me put it that way. Makes uh, sense. Very well, very well put. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's how I feel about arrogance. Um, I don't know. Mm. I think a lot of women, um, and what well, is there's, there's guys too, because I think I've been labeled like that, and so people get to know me. Um, but it's just I'm very, very, very confident, and um, sometimes people say he's cocky or he's arrogant. But uh, you know, and of course we had a show that was one of our greatest shows that I'm going to, yes, I'm going to say that because it was supposed mm-hmm. to be about narcissism and people were saying it was about oh, me. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then I think a lot I of times as people, yeah. And as people got to know me on this show, they realized that, you know, what I always said that you have to have, sometimes you need to be, you know, narcissistic in this society, in this world, just to, really kind of, not not maybe narcissistic, a little bit, you know, self-absorbed sometimes into yourself um, just to make yourself, you know, be a better, you know, better person overall because if you don't take care of yourself or you don't love yourself sometimes, um, you can get lost in taking care of and loving everybody else and lose yourself. Right. I agree. I agree. And that being spoken of, my number two would actually be yeah. – the smile. Um, a lot of people don't realize the thing about the magnetic charm of the smile. The way in which a woman smiles um, is, is important, you know, because it's telling. And it tells uh, as much about the woman as it also reveals to me if she's a warm person, you know, uh, if she's a person that takes pride in her smile. Uh, which also says a lot about her purity and overall health consciousness, you know, by the way she takes care of her teeth. Uh, A mere smile alone, you can deduce so much because there are also different types of smiles that are associated with different personality traits. Um, In some countries, you know, there are people that get operations to achieve certain kinds of smiles, Santiago, which uh, this is a new experience for me. I had uh, did some research on this and, uh, People get operations to achieve a certain kind of smile because that smile is customary in the belief that it's associated with uh, beauty as well as fertility. Um, so I don't go that far into it. That's a custom that I read about uh, Nigeria, mm-hmm. Ghana. But, um, you know, there are some smiles that could make you look a certain way. Some smiles can make a woman look childlike and cute. Some can make her look sexy. Overall, it does give off uh, a lot more and we would care to think about it just a mere glance. It can tell me if she is introvert, extrovert, affectionate, outgoing, quiet, reserved, and so forth. So I do look for something within a smile. That would be my number two. Mm. But, you know, um, we're kind of going back and forth about, like, character um, things, and you're talking about physical kind of attributes. And I I don't – of course, I would always say – the first thing that attracts you, uh, of course, is a physical attraction, but what will keep you is the other things. Um, so sometimes there is a combination of, because sometimes you don't know someone or you know a woman is intelligent until she opens up her mouth um, and has a conversation with you. So, Absolutely. you know, you, you're attracted to her eyes and a smile, and I definitely love a good smile and 
of course, uh, eyes, because eyes can, you know, say a lot of things, like you said. Um, however, it's, you know, that all can also fall under just you being able to see these things is also uh, having that confidence because sometimes you can have a woman that's not confident and, you know, her shine and her smile doesn't come out if she's not confident because she's very confident. Absolutely. You know, you can see the difference in people when they smile. Like I've seen people like their whole face changes and they're always not smiling or looking mean or miserable or whatever. And they smile like, man, and their face lights up and their eyes light up. So there's a, there's a connection there as well. So sometimes if that person doesn't have that confidence, you won't see those. You won't see really her eyes or her smile, I, I, you know, into, I guess, to the level that you would really, you know, be captured by them. Okay, so it seems them. to me within that, within, within, within what you've just resolved that um, you do understand the thing about eyes. Yes. Because eyes do actually give off as much absolutely uh, about a woman as a smile. I, have, Cause sub- I would definitely know about eyes. I have amazing eyes. I mean, you know, it's not for you to be mm-hmm. the judge because you're a guy, but you're right. ask any woman, man, my eyes are amazing. Like I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I almost hypnotize most women with my eyes because my I'm, eyes are, you know, greenish gray, and then whoa, you know, you they look did. into my but eyes. You- Yes, you've, hip- you've hypnotized a few of our yeah. guests already because they they're they're asleep right now. They're asleep. <laughs> Listen, man, they they get hypnotized by my voice, and then you know your voice. You got a great voice too. So I mean, we're we're like we're like almost like music to these women's ear, you know, to their ears right now. They're just like they're probably like, oh my goodness, they might be a little bit damp <laughs> down there. Uh, the camel oh toe is, is jumping a little bit. So, I mean, so, you know, but if they were able to see us, oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, hey, I mean, hey, I'm very confident, very secure with with who I am. So, but, you Indeed know, you I, um, I, I know that you can mm-hmm. do your thing. But for me, if they, Absolutely. man, if they just had the, uh, besides the fact that they're um, uh, taken by my voice and my, you know, my big brain, Brain, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But um, <laughs> oh my God, who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, yes, yes. Let's just move on because yes, uh, our okay. Uh, well, it seems our spiritual friends have to... right there shutting me down. <laughs> okay, it seems like what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to go and pay some bills real quick. We got a commercial break coming up, and we will be back with our number three. Awesome.
All right, we are back. Brother, you with me? Yes, I am, of course. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. it appears that we are narrowing it down to number three. Um, that last number mm-hmm. two for me was uh, it described uh, a woman's walk and what that did for mm-hmm. me. As, and it was also... Women's uh, walk. We went, and, well, then we went into smile. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just... That was uh, I was saying a woman's walk, and um, mm-hmm. she got to have a nice walk, but she has to have a nice derriere for a nice walk, don't you think? <laughs> How did I know you was going to do that? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I mean, well, well, I tell you, I don't what, want to bring me bones up. switching around. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings me to my number three, which is symmetry. Okay. Which is is about what you know most of us men kind of you know look at. Um, now the thing is, is that um, it has been perceived by a lot of women that most men just like skinny, you know, uh, however you know body shape attractiveness on an instinctual right. level has more to do with how, like you said, it's perceived in relation to uh, reproductivity. Mm-hmm. You know, big hips and lower backs relate to a woman's ability to conceive. Uh, usually inclusive of a voluptuous kind of figure, as well as childbearing hips, you know. And a small waist, uh, uh, what it does is it adds a sign of being curvaceous as well as, you know, youth and fertility. Um, because mm-hmm. as men, we're motivated by instinctual drives to be able to procreate. 
um, even a certain no, symmetry to the face. Who creates it, Mr. Bullock. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Who's here? <laughs> I'm here for just a moment, really quickly. Okay. And I didn't mean to jump in. I didn't mean to well, jump in, but did, I had to. Um, really quick, fellas. And this is the yeah. lovely, the gracious, the sweetest. Mrs. Casey, please. And I'm just Oh, my you goodness. Know, Absolutely. It's all of foolishness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going to drop in really quick and give my two cents, and then I'm out again. But men okay. are not looking at a woman saying, ooh, those hips look good enough to bear my babies. They're not doing that. They're looking and saying, no. listen. No, I know mm-hmm. you're not. They procreation. Mm-hmm. What looks good, mm-hmm. the funny thing about mm-hmm. a curvaceous body is that it looks nice. Santiago mm-hmm. said himself, when a woman has a big enough derriere and it's shapely and she's curvy, it, it mm-hmm. literally, it, it, the, um, it basically means she's womanly. That's the difference between the two. I, I feel like most yeah. men who are looking for a woman who is straight up and down, he, in my opinion, he might be a little suspect. But if you want a woman, even if she's thin, if she's curvy, it naturally it naturally draws a man's eye toward her. Why? Because that is one of the biggest differences between you and her. Okay. But now, yes, but you didn't understand what I was saying. So let me ex- explain it Go to ahead. you. What were you? What? I, what? Okay. What that means is that instinct instinctively, what it is is that. We look for a woman that has the ability to be able to be fertile because instinctively, that's what we're motivated by. It's a primal instinct. doesn't mean that we're looking for a woman, hey, we're going to have a baby with her. Not necessarily, but we want a woman that has that capacity to do so. What woman has that capacity? It's going to be a woman that's curvaceous. It's going to be a woman that is has the ability to be fertile because she is within a certain uh, uh, youth timeline. Okay. Um, and it's going to be a woman that has a certain symmetry that we're attracted to, you know, because it has to be able to um, allow us to be able to function with her. And let's say we do want to reproduce, you know, mm-hmm. it, there's going to be those driving factors and those are just primal and they're instinctive. So the, not, not that we're looking for I'm somebody not necessarily. That procreation isn't on the table. I'm not saying that, but what I, I am saying not. is, most men, when looking at a woman, they're not looking to say, well, let me retract this. Hold on. And let me take that back. A lot mm-hmm. of men may look at her and say, oh, she could be the mother of my babies. But he's only talking about the practice. He's not really talking about right. he wants to give women his babies. Do you understand what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, and there that- are some fellas mm-hmm. who will want that because he might want to trap and lock her in. I get it. But 90% of the time, they ain't what you're talking about. Absolutely. And that's what that mm. statement precluded. That's exactly what it precluded. I, Not that I love big butts and I cannot lie. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, <laughs> I'm going to exit left. Exit stage right. Um, fellas, you're doing good. Uh, good to hear you, um, obviously. I got some things going on, but I am in the background and um, on that note, yes. no, we'll let Santiago uh, stick to his big butt because he can't lie. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Thank lie. you, sister. <laughs> Ms. Yes, Casey yes. Blazer. Thank you. And tell Lucy we said hi. All right. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> All right. So now then that brings us to did you did you give your number three yet? Uh, no, no. Um but I have a couple comments real quick. I want to hit people hit me up. Uh okay. from Georgia says Santiago uh says, uh love Santiago. I I married a stripper and she owns six uh rental properties and mm-hmm. after going to real estate school and um you know, she had her goal. He was basically saying, I'm going to summarize, but it was a pretty long comment. She had her goal. Right. She was actually saving her money. She bought her first rental home that led to where she's at now, six uh, rental homes, and she only stripped for two years. So Okay. Well, for um, him, I want to say, go ahead, you talk. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, because I have another I was comment. just going go to say to him, I want to say, you know, congratulations. And it really doesn't matter how long she stripped. The thing is, that's something that she used as a platform to yeah. get to somewhere yeah. better. You know what I mean? She didn't stay stuck in that zone. Right. So that proves that she wasn't of that mentality. That proves that she was superseded that. She used that as a stepping right. stool to get to another level. And that's cool. I'm all for advancement. You know, a lot of people well, my, should my, my take on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. my take on that is, and I'm not saying you but per se, but there's a lot of mm-hmm. individuals that probably would have never, never even given her a chance. And mm, probably right. would sit there and you know be kicking themselves in the tail because you know right. what she did was it was only something that was temporary and she you know because of we you know we have a lot of people that are judgmental and quick to you know yes, uh, cut people off or or well, you know make, you know rash decisions built on that yeah. stuff right we're taught yeah, how I to mean do we're that. in a micro Absolutely. we live in a microwave society man everybody's like now everything is so I, yeah I get that however you know it's easy for maybe somebody like me to not just be as that, that judgmental, but, and just, you know, hear a person out besides, I'm sure she was probably pretty attractive or, you know, nice body or whatever. So right. for the moment, I mean, when you're dating and having fun, who cares about what the future lies, you know, what's in the future, but as you get a little bit more comfortable and maybe you, you really like the person or maybe fall in love with that person, then maybe even you guys can work on a plan to escape something that you feel is maybe, somewhat negative or whatever, but uh, the other comment was B from uh, Vermont says she has to be confident and um, smart, and that's the difference. He has a woman who is a BBW and has a doctorate, and he was dating skinny women, and he says he feels that a lot of skinny women, uh, his last woman, which was before his, uh, his, his previous woman, she was skinny, and he said he thinks she was always angry because she was hungry. Oh my God! <laughs> Did he really do that? Yeah, that, really yeah. Oh my. <laughs> that might be true. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I know when I'm hungry. I'm, I'm, I'm. I know when I'm hungry. I'm mean, man. I mean, it's like that Snickers commercial. You know what I mean? So I'm a different person. So yeah, maybe these skinny women need to eat a little bit, and you know they'll be all right. So, but that's what that was his take, and that was uh, B from Vermont. Thanks for the comment, B. It used to be a saying and, that. Oh, Big big women need love too, and now I have to reverse that and say, well, skinny women need love too. You know? Yeah, yeah, they're 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 not in style no more. So <laughs> the big, the big women are in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all those okay. skinny little women out there, you got something to say to me? Holla at Santiago. I'm right here. I'm willing to go toe to toe with you and tell you why you're not in. Because they used to say light skin ain't in no more. So I go through the same thing because Drake 
had brought us back. Other people have brought us back. I can't think of everybody. But, I yeah, don't we're back. think Drake was responsible for none of that. Uh, <laughs> All right. Who, you, I'm trying to yeah. think of somebody else that brought us back. Uh, maybe not Drake, but uh, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, whatever. Mo- moving so, on. But we're back. <laughs> Yeah, we're moving on. Number three, uh, my number okay. three. Uh, right. uh, men love uh, uh, a woman that's independent and strong. So, um, mm-hmm. independence. Like I said, a lot of these my my uh, things, uh, my my top ten are you know they can encompass a lot and cover a lot of areas because independent in so many ways uh, financially, you know, um, and uh, just being able to take care of everything they that they have to, their responsibilities, and being strong in their spot when it comes to their independence and uh, taking care of these things. So, yeah, independence and strength is my number three. Okay. All right. And that brings us to, um, you know what, I'm going to combine two of them because, you know, um, I have so many. Um, I'm going to do this. We have number four for me would be clothing and hairstyle. And I'll I'll expound on Mm -hmm. that. Sometimes a woman um, just being confident enough to wear clothing, as that was one of your terminologies for your number one or two, was the uh, confidence. Um, And being able to be confident enough to wear, uh, you know, certain clothing that's, no, no, not raunchy, however, just sexy. Because, again, it shows a sense of confidence, uh, shows assertiveness. To me, it displays a kind of edginess. And I'm edgy. You know, and I, I'm very daring. Um, mm-hmm. That by itself to me is attractive because it also suggests to me that she is her own person and is not confined to the prism or precognitions or however subjugated to the scrutiny of a convoluted society that might say otherwise, well, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. It's like, well, no, I can do this because I'm me. And, you know, I know. Uh, my limitations and I know the premise between, you know, which I want to catapult this or, you know, just uh, not indulge. So that to me is sexy. And I want to combine that with hair because, you know, the same thing is with hair. Sometimes I find that a woman uh, loves it when a man does not follow the consensus of what is deemed socially acceptable or socially substandard. A lot of women like it when, well, you know, this, when we're our leaders, You know, when we are daring, you know, and when we possess the traits that epitomize that of such. So sometimes hair and the way in which one adorns or styles their hair reflects just that, you know, as again, it displays individuality. It also shows um, the inability to be kind of categorized as anything other than just being in tune with self, you know, regardless of of whom would agree or disagree. And I also think that um, it's it's so sexy in a woman, um, you know, I'm very much attracted to the more, you know, women that are free, spirited, um, wear the kinkier, curlier, uh, Afro-textured styles. Um, it's, to me, that's just something about that look that works for me. Um, I do find it, you know, just as sexy and beautiful for a woman that, you know, don't wear that style. But that particular style, for me, speaks to me. Um, I'm not limited in just my thinking. Um, but there are things that, you know, appeal to me that I'm attracted to. Right. And those things, what say you, sir? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I'll just say those things are, are important. Um, and um, I think those things are um, women work on, you know, of course, they're, you know, a lot of physical things. Um, 
They highlight their eyes. Of course, you know, like you said, hygiene and taking care of your smile, your teeth for your smile. Um, You know, and, and, you know, just maybe even working out so you do have a nice walk, a confident walk and all those things. But um, besides the physical to go into, you know, the things that I'm kind of a little different in my take is that these things also that I'm saying can be, you know, um, they kind of work hand in hand because you can be more confident because of your physical uh, attributes and you can actually um, bring those physical attributes to another level by having confidence and being intelligent and, you know, having, you know, independence and strength, you know, having your own money and everything to, of course, acquire things to help you uh, be in shape and take care of yourself or eat the right foods and stuff like that. Anyway, um, Mm -hmm. um, you know, my number four and five, I guess it was, it would go into Mm -hmm. overall covering a woman's body and curves. I was saying, uh, we love a woman to be what Casey had mentioned earlier is to have, you know, uh, the curves, the, a woman's body is, you know, not, I've always said, you know, when, you know, it's, it seems a little bit more in, in vogue now, but, you know, previously mm-hmm. models were, and I mean, still are a lot of models because of clothing looks a certain way when a model is thin and kind of flat. However, nowadays, what, what men like of all races is a woman with curves, a woman with, you know, breasts, a woman with, you know, um, a rear, uh, legs. Um, so, and like I was saying, I don't think that's a joke. I think it's very true that bigger women are in, but also bigger men are, bigger people in general are. So I would always say I wouldn't want my woman kind of in the same direction that KC was, um, uh, she was putting uh, very eloquently was that we want our women to look like women. I don't want a woman to have a body that kind of is the same as a guy or a skinny boy or anything like that. So for me, yeah, I love a woman's curves. I love a woman with, um, a, you know, her body is, you know, represents a woman. So the hips and, and you know, and everything else that comes with that um, has, the, uh, has um, you know, some size and thickness that, you know, I feel that I, I prefer. And I think a lot of people and a lot of men today do as well. Okay. Well, I just want to expound on something. I don't want to kind of um, alienate the woman who is thin and slender because what happens is the woman that is thin and slender, she, I wouldn't necessarily say that because a woman is skinny or slender that she necessarily epitomizes that of a male mystique as far as her body. You got a lot of women that are slender that have absolute beautiful bodies, you know, and yeah, they, yeah. Um, don't, they don't look anything like men. And I'm not saying that you were saying that. I'm just saying because, you know, our fan base, I don't want them to think that that's where we were going with this. But because I do understand your point, and I think most right. men would probably agree with what you said. But I just didn't want them to well, feel I mean, alienated because – go ahead. No, no. And when you and when you turn around and you say big or, you know, thick or, you mm-hmm. know, skinny or thin or slender, you know, they they actually might not think that what I think is skinny or or slender or it might right. be the same thing that you think is. Absolutely. So that could be or a perception, so, right. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So sometimes you may say, Well damn, I mean she could be, you know, built like you know, she she runs or whatever and 
or like a track star or something. And I'm not saying small and, and thin that way because mm-hmm. sometimes women are very shapely, even with even in petite, you know, even with you know being petite. So yeah, it's, that's all. Like like I said, sometimes it's someone will say, well, you don't like small women or skinny women, and I'm saying no, no, I'm not saying that overall. It's just that there's a certain look and there's a certain like you said symmetry, and you know that yeah. that actually can make a woman. You know, but there's also a very skinny woman, a very, um, you know, not to, you know, put anybody down or anything or throw shade on that, is that there's women right. out there that are very, very thin, very, you know, skinny, skinny. And mm-hmm. I, to me, that's just not attractive because, you know, when you, sometimes when you're unhealthy and um, you don't look like a big woman, a lot of times when you're unhealthy, you look like a skinny woman, a skinny person. So, Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's us. We could leave that up for debate one day. We'll have to talk about that. Just yeah. Talk. Because you know, because <laughs> you do. You have some women that are just, you know, like let's say you have a woman that's just a young woman and she hasn't really quite grown into her body yet. She could be, you know, maybe she's, you know, between the ages of eighteen, twenty-four. You know, she hasn't quite. She's still developing in a sense. So she doesn't have that, you know, the voluptuous fortitude uh, that her mother might have yet. So and yeah, and, but there's a difference you know, when you're just young and small, and there's a difference when right. you're older and not big. So I mean, well, you have you know you have people that that's just their natural baseline too, because genetically they just is you know they might want to become bigger, and they I know a lot of uh, women that I've met in the past that they wished at one time or another that they had had you know larger breasts, and then as they right. grew. As they grew, they realized that they were so happy that they didn't have, you know, that they hadn't got those operations because they realized that it was something that, you know, would not have fared well with them. You know, probably would have caused more problems. As you, you do have women that were, you know, when they're in the younger, in the younger days, they were very developed women, so they had big breasts. And then when they grow into older women, what happens is they have all kinds of problems. So it just. You know, it's one of those things where you kind of go down this narrow corridor and it's like, you know, it could be this or it could be that. But, um, you know, I, right. I, that's all. I just wanted to go ahead and. Uh, and yeah, we don't have to stay on. No. Stay on that. Yeah. No. But, you know, there, so was, that being, there was. It was mm-hmm, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, where where are we? Five and six around? Because we're kind yeah, of combining five. a couple of. Yeah, we are. Um, I, I, I really love when a woman. You know, and I think this would also go into hygiene is uh, mm. her smell because I, you know, women smell different. That was my like, number five. That's exactly what my what? number five is. Yes, no indeed. way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You have to, ladies out there, you have to smell good. But you also have a woman, mm. and of course, a man. You have like a uh, men do have a natural scent, and mm. um, do you agree with that? It's just a, a difference that you just. I do. It's a, uh, uh, right. It's a different thing, and I think it's the thing that, you know, uh, you know, innately that we uh, that attracts us to women is almost like the, you know, the thing that when uh, kind of the animalistic thing when you can smell the scent of the opposite sex. Um, Pheromones. And I and yeah. what's that? Yeah. Pheromones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that was all. I, I was just uh, adding to that with the the word that you're looking for there, pheromones. What happens is, right, um, right. I agree with you wholeheartedly. 
um, just as women that I find are attracted to a man that smells good, I'm certain that we are too, and you've proven that. We've both proven that. Um, at least I know, you know that I've always been. There are certain pheromones in smell that can begin the chemistry between the two persons uh, before a word right. is even spoken. Okay, that means you you're sitting next to her, Santiago, and she's emitting certain pheromones through her fragrance and sending signals to you without saying a word because that chemistry changes in her where that smell um, starts to send a signal to you wherein you receive the signal and sometimes it's only you that might receive the signal because it is speaking, she's channeling out to you. Um, according to an article in a Science Today magazine, scent can be altered by mood as well as other biological changes such as the smell of a woman's tears it said, I don't, I haven't, you know, I'm not advocating this, but they're saying that um, the smell of a woman's tears can supposedly lower a man's arousal level and testosterone levels, um, as well as scent is a natural attractor. Um, mm. okay. However, there's no, there's no one smell that um, seduces all. There are, however, certain smells that just attract certain men and certain persons. So, yeah, right. that it speaks volumes because that you know, pertains to chemistry and chemistry is important. Yep, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's interesting. We had the same one at number five. Absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, one of the things that I do like, and I absolutely, I always believe that women, a lot of women love or like the same things in the opposite sex that they see in themselves or they work on uh, and vice versa, because we, you know, we would always think like we don't, want a woman to be exactly like us, but there's some things, of course, if you work on being intelligent, uh, Mm -hmm. the way that you, you know, take care of yourself, like you said, your, your hygiene, your, your hair, the way you dress, um, I would doubt that that person would not want that their mates not to have those same kind of qualities, especially the physical or those, those, uh, kind of, uh, material things. But, um, one of the things that I do like is, uh, it's in a woman is a, is a voice. Um, I mean, I'm on the radio and, you know, a mm-hmm. good voice, um, a good inflection is awesome okay. because one thing for sure, I think every single one of us have ran into or come across someone whose voice was, oh, my God, it's so irritating. It's so obnoxious yeah. or something about it just drove you up the wall. It was like scratching a chalkboard with your fingernails and you were like, oh, my God, and this person can be so 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 much so hot so beautiful so great looking and just have this voice that just oh my i just can't do it have you ever come across that well that's funny because that was actually my number seven um it was was the tone in the woman's voice yes i have come across that and Mm. yeah that because you know i'm already um i'm an artist so i'm an artist with not just um my eyes but also with my ears um, I love music, and I've grown, I've, <laughs> so therefore I've grown into music. And um, <laughs> it, it, what it matters the way things sound to me. So if a woman's voice is irritating to me and does not speak directly to me, then it's it, nine times out of ten it won't supersede to a next level because you know if not anything else, that is the way that she's going to be able to. You know, I love a woman with a feminine, modulated tone in her voice, um, a voice mm-hmm. inflection 
that has the ability that through her uh, vocal rhythms just have the power to seduce me. You know, women are so right, well put right. together. They're so well put together that they have powers that if not truly in tune with self, then they're not even quite aware of their powers, nor the effect that such a uh, subtle power has on men as on us, you and me. Um, vocal so said to be a direct indication of how overall physical attractiveness is also perceived. And what I've noticed mm-hmm. is that women tend to deepen their voices as well as their speech around men in order to induce a sexiness and appeal, even though, you know, most of us men have admitted that, you know, they prefer higher uh, pitch tones and lighter sultry tones. Um, I guess that's a matter of preference, right. but I did notice that, you know, women will change. The, just as we do the same thing, we'll deepen our voice sometimes because, you know, we're yeah. sending off that signal. And right. it's funny that you mentioned that because I was that was my number seven brother tone. All right, well, tone. I don't have to mm-hmm. do that. I mean, I know most guys do, but I was blessed with this this tremendous and stupendous, fantastic voice. So, um, what Absolutely. is your number six? We'll, we'll hear you sing one day. Um, uh, okay. The thing is, is that <laughs> my number my number six was actually eyes. It was actually the eye. And the thing is, is that. Um, Always we've heard it told, it's cliche that eyes are, you know, the definitely the window to a person's soul, right? But um, when it comes to attraction, you know, I cannot help but feel compelled to look into um, my woman's eye because um, I love um, to be able to, it, it's very telling. Um, it, that's going to uh, kind of give you uh, everything that you kind of need to know in that moment especially if you have that and maintain that connection with her. So that in and of itself, to me, just that would speak volumes. That sometimes is a communication also without words, mm-hmm. you know. Also, I love eyes that are like a, a medium to dark complexion. Um, uh, shape also appeals more to me than color when peering into one's eyes as well because uh, it'll set the tone for me to even – you know, be attracted to the color, and okay, and that's just yeah. That's my that was my number six. Okay, it appears we have a caller, uh, number four four three. Caller, are you there? Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. Please Hi. say Hello. your name. You sound familiar. <laughs> it's Cassandra. Cassandra, how are you, dear? I'm good. Hey. Hey, okay. you guys are doing great. I love today's show. It's, it's so refreshing to hear men speak wonderfully oh, wow. of women. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I wanted you. to commend you guys yeah. on that for sure. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. I did have that. a couple of questions. Um, please. please. Well, not do. questions, but comments. Um, okay. I did okay. notice that um, you guys have mentioned quite a few physical traits um, that elicit admiration from you too. Um, I was curious, um, are there qualities of women that you aren't physically attracted to that are um, important and that you love in women in general? That's one. And then, go Mm -hmm. ahead. No, I was going to say you must have been reading my mind because that would bring me down to my next one. But go ahead. I'm, I'm going to revere that in a few. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was also curious, um, are any of your traits 
things that you also um, believe that women find attractive in men or that you find are um, qualities in your platonic male friends that um, you appreciate? Well, uh, could you repeat that question? I'm, I got kind of lost in that. No, that's okay. That last um, um, do you, any of the traits that you love in women, do you find that they um, are traits that are in platonic friend, male friend relationships that you have that you find important? So, like, things okay. that you love about women, are any of those um, similar to what you enjoy about your platonic male friends? Hmm, that's, a, that's an interesting question. That's very interesting. Okay. Um well, would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first, Mr. Santiago? Uh, yeah, I, I was I was going to take number two because I think I just actually hit on that as far as uh, the opposite sex. And I, I, I said earlier, um, I'm sure Cassandra was listening, that we like the mm-hmm. same things that women like in us. Um, right. I so a lot of that. times, we, yeah, we want the commonality. So I definitely can see um, some of my – you know, guys, um, guys, um, or anybody, a woman that's, were you saying a woman that's a platonic friendship? It's the same no. attributes? No. No, you're a platonic saying... male friend, yes. Yeah. I probably oh, didn't need to say platonic they're... male with you two guys, yeah, but just in say, general. Why did you use platonic? This is right. Yeah, I understand. Okay, okay, that's what threw me off. But, yeah, I, I thought you said male friends. Okay, but, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, there's uh, guys around that um, – you know, uh, one of one of the things that we, you know, you, a lot of your friends, guy friends are, uh, we have things in common that make us, you know, uh, us friends that just actually put us in the, in the friend zone or, or hang out with each other. And yeah, there's, there's similar things that are, are probably in the women that, you know, are probably in ourselves that we like in women. So of course it would be the same thing. Like, I mean, some of my, you know, any guy that I, I, my friends have changed over the years and, uh, you know, as far as guy friends is limited, but, you know, my sister used to always say that one of my best guy friends out there, shout out to my boy soup is, uh, he's actually, she used to say he's just like me. So, um, I don't think he maybe, um, talks like me, but, or sounds like me, but he does have a good inflection. He's a tall dude. We, we, we work out, there's a lot of similar, uh, I guess, things that we like in women, but she used to always say that, you know, you guys are like, like it's, it's, it's spooky that we were so similar in the things we like and the way we were and the way we are. Okay, so to clarify, just so that I get an understanding from you, Santiago, what were the attributes mm-hmm. in him that you liked that you found in your significant other? Um. Well, I mean, of course he's smart, uh, confident, okay. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, just a cerebral guy. He um, That would uh, be in my significant others. They take care of their health, um, non, non-smoker, uh, you know, things like that. So, was, I mean, the goal really to, to put some thought into it as far as some of the other things that I was mentioning. Let me see if I go back on my list. Um mm-hmm. You know, of course, he's uh, you know, he's uh, uh, has a career. He's very independent, very strong, very, you know, um, and like I said, confident, cerebral. As far as the physical attributes, I mean, I'm not really 
paying attention too much to that, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, I didn't but as far as yeah, any physical ones. <laughs> Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's not kind of weird. For I me, Cassandra, he has a nice butt or nice lips or something. But <laughs> for for me, Cassandra, I never really even have given that much thought. Um, usually, I've atoned it to like traits that maybe my mom possessed or my sister or you know um, you know I, I I never really thought about it from that perspective of you know what a what a male might, you know, obtain that might be uh, attractive in a woman. Yeah, that was a good question. But it's a good question and very interesting. Um, Yeah. Answer answer number one, uh, beloved. Yeah. As far as anything, not just physical, uh, I look for in a female, uh, I look for playfulness, sense of humor. I look for um, sexiness, which basically, you know, you have to have a kind of subtlety. You have to have a kind of um, uh, a confidence. Um, sexiness and subtlety appeared actually as number two on the list for uh, a, was a generic. Uh, it was a generic sum of men that answered the question statistically, and it, this was a statistical analysis that was substantiated. Um, sexy is not someone whom has to be overtly sexual. It is actually someone whom is uh, able to show their sexual nuances, such as even allowing one to know that you desire them, such as, let me give you a for instance, you know, showing your sexual nature, um, uh, allowing your uh, slightly more daring side. Uh, so let's just say if I'm at a dinner table and my significant other across from me is able to understand that I'm giving her a look like I want her, but then she can give me the look back that, you know, I know you want me, but you can't, you can't. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very beautiful. We love you too, sweetheart. And, and and the thing is, let's say that she can go ahead and she can understand what I'm thinking. And she gives me the look like, I know you want me, but you can't have me right now. You're going to have to wait until that. There's a certain sexiness just in that. So it's, it's, I look for that. I look for, and I believe a lot of men, and a lot of men don't speak this way because, you know, we're supposed to be tough guys and, you know, uh, you know, the politically correct stature and all this other stuff. That's not always true. We need nurturing. I love a woman who's nurturing. I love a woman who's not afraid to show that, that she cares. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Very interesting. I was waiting to hear something along the lines of nurturers and givers. Wow. Because there are so many. That was actually my number eight. Was it? Okay. 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 Yeah, I, I, my yeah, my thing was real quick, uh, Cassandra, to, to cut you off. My eight was um, ability to guide and nurture and and cater uh, when necessary to their to their partner. Very nice. Mm. Okay, so uh, you guys are really kind of um, complex and deep with your responses. I was, and that's another part that's refreshing. I'm getting ready to go. I just wanted to let you guys know to keep up the good work and, um, you know, keep representing, you know, men who look at more than just physical um, attributes. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that on the show because I've heard these before and a lot of times they uh, dwell in the physical and it's good right. to know that men see something beyond Thank you. that. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you, Cassandra. I cannot lie. But Cassandra, I cannot lie. I, I love Uh-oh. big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> what? You knew it was coming, okay. Cassandra. <laughs> you knew it was, 
you knew it was coming. Santiago. I should should have known that. I love big butts. I cannot lie. I, I appreciate that. I'm I'm glad that you you do. I I hope you find that. Um, I don't have no. Thank, thank you so much for calling tonight, Good night. Cassandra. We yeah, enjoyed thank you. you. Thank you. Good night. Absolutely. Good night. All right. So um, that speaks to what I spoke good. to. Yes, indeed. Awesome. That spoke to what what I spoke to in my introduction, um, which is that, you know, sometimes we do make the mistake as men of just appealing to our senses as far as aesthetic. And a lot of times that's where we go wrong because a lot of times we don't realize it. And as she pointed out, we'll, we'll end it right there and not even realize that there's so much more to the female mystique. There's so much more. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking about nurturing, think about it. The person mm-hmm. that you know cares for you and looks after you the way in which you would probably most likely want to reciprocate the same, it would not be the person that if you say you're having a bad day, they ignore you or switch to the conversation to something else to say, you know, um, oh, that's, that's awful, Santiago. Uh, so, right. yeah, uh, I just want you, you know, I want you to know that, you know, uh, when you go to take out the garbage, I'm going to have your keys, Santiago, to the car. I'm going to have your visa out of your wallet so I can go on the shopping spree. And also, hopefully, you might have some vegan food cooking on the stove for me later on as well. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, right. So it's like, no, no, this is all wrong. You, Santiago, would want, or at least I know I would want the woman to say to me, come here, baby. Mm-hmm. Cuddle, with, cuddle with me. I'm going to make it all right for you. You know, you need a massage. You know, yeah. how does my baby feel? Come kiss me. Um, you know, let me make you something nice and let's watch a movie right. together while I lay on your chest. You know, a man also knows that, you know, we pre- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sweetheart. Uh, a man wants that warm and loving energy that reminds him of that place when he felt uh, that, you know, we were feeling secure and knowing that all was well with the world. And sometimes just a hug will do so much for both individuals. And Thuz also reminds us how much that we each care for one another. Men and women, you know, are not, you know, exempt from that. We both need that. We all need that. So, yes, that's nurturing. And what number are we on now? We covered quite a few. Uh, yeah, we have. So we're probably past 10, really, but um, we could say eight or nine and um you want me to go for the next one? Um, uh, you can if you want, however you want to do it. Okay. Uh, yeah, because we hit, I, you know, ability. I said the ability that was number eight for me. So I, I would have probably around two left, but ability to guide okay. and, and nurture and cater. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that kind of goes into that is, but I want to say, I want to actually say two more. Um, one of them is just being a very, uh, very supportive and like uh, you're cheer- you know a person that's cheering you on and and supporting you to get you know to achieve your goals that is is there and you know kind of riding with you so but the other one which i i i've always really really felt that it's something that women have that we don't have that intuitive nature is something that is just really so attractive to me the ability to kind of feel things and see things. And, I mean, yeah. of course, they have to be a woman that is really in tune with themselves, in tune with their spirit, 
you know, very in a very comfortable, um, I guess you could say, you know, in their comfortable in their own skin in a great place that have that ability to be so intuitive in a way that it actually not only helps her but only can also can help her her mate, her partner. Absolutely. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and we're going to I – lo- I love how you summarized that. We're going to go to a commercial, and then Thank we'll you. come back, and we'll both – we'll outline our, the last of our list.
And we're back. Yes. We're back. All right. All right, Mr. Santiago. So we're narrowing this thing down. Um, this has been a fun show, by the way, and I definitely appreciate um, Cassandra's call because it allows me also, you know, allows us men to understand that women are very interested in understanding the way that a man thinks, especially when it comes yes. to uh, something mm-hmm. such as a top 10 things that men love in women. And she was very yeah. curious to know why is it that when dealing in this kind of connotation of subject matter, why is it that most men just go straight to the physical attributes as opposed to so much more that women actually have to offer? And that's how I wanted to round this off. Um, my last two, I'll, I'll, I'll round mine off this way, Santiago. My last two was um, independence and also playfulness. So mm. nine was playfulness. In that, I right. mean, I like a woman to have a sense of humor. Um, mm-hmm. And that actually appeared as number one for most men statistically. It wasn't my number one, but it was something that was it was viable, and um, I believe that is pertinent. Um, as yeah. as far as um, as far as uh, with someone who has one dynamic to their persona, wherein they're most oftentimes blatantly serious. I, I wouldn't want that. That would have put, you know, so someone who can be a bit light, playful, perhaps even a bit goofy at times becomes a person, I believe, in a man's uh, eyes that makes the world a little bit more pleasant, you know. Um, it makes it a better experience, you know. proves to me that this will hold true for women as well. You know, you want that safe haven that you come to when you're leaving the reality of all the qualms and you know, uh, hellish connotations that the world can bestow upon you, you know. So it would be something greatly appreciated in any partner, I would believe, and could be as simple as one that just allows you to know that they are free to be themselves with you, just as, you know, you're also giving them permission to do the same. Um, All guards are down. It becomes just an even flow of energy moving along an undeterred current. Um, Lastly, uh, independence to me is sexy. Now this one might yeah. sound like it's a little counterintuitive, but not really. Um, as it stands for me, this is gilded by the fact that most men if asked would probably say that they would not want their woman to have too much independence. Why? Because you stated earlier, a lot of people are insecure, you know, as they will probably evoke the same kind of uh, undertone for women as well because it brings us to a scary place as it might evoke in us a sense of insecurity, you know, as we feel like we're maybe not needed any longer or perhaps not needed as much. And the truth stands that when you're independent and have your own life, your own hobbies, I'm speaking to the women here, um, as well as things that you enjoy, you know, learning about, and you have your own strength, your own mind, your own independence, independent of him, this is something that we as men, even though we don't mention it, we deem this as an attractive trait as well as an asset. And also it keeps the desire level high um, as well because, you know, we realize that we have a great companion as well um, who can offer up their own ideas that can correlate with our own and actually makes us uh, quite a superb pair because, you know, you being strong in your own shows that you can also come back and be a better leader 
for me as well, because sometimes us men have to understand that in the chaotic and mysteriously beautiful complexities of women and learning and surrendering to the idea that they're not just led by us. However, oftentimes they are the best leaders in the relationship because of their inherent desire to want to understand the mind, the mystery and complexity uh, and in ways of their partner. Because there are those Mm -hmm. key stolen moments in time wherein we might feel uncertain about things in life. Uh, Doesn't mean she's not going to pick up on that, you know, or we'll be in self-doubt mode for whatever reason or feel like, we're questioning ourselves or are fearful of something and she picks up on it. Why? Because she's in tune to our frequency. So it's at that moment that she becomes our strength and she lets us know it's okay. We've got this. I believe in you within reason, of of course, within reason that you don't have to incur fear in being able to, to tell her, you know, why uh, you, you, you might, uh, why she might believe in something or not believe in something in you. So I offer that same freedom. So in other words, if yeah. let's just say well, she same. has the capacity to not believe something, I want her to come to me and voice that to me that, well, you know, I don't believe, but this is because, and as long as it's not toxic and it's healthy communication, then it works. And yes. that's my son. Yeah. I know we're winding down and I probably, and I pretty much believe that I, uh, covered more than 10 and I think you did as well like we can go yes, on and on and a couple of the other ones I also had of course independence with you a little bit higher um, uh, good their spirit and humor was on, also on my list but there's two more that I really wanted to hit real quick and we don't have to get too much into it but it's just I think it's it speaks for itself uh, I love the, uh, their ability to communicate not with just with me but with others and mm-hmm. the last one I would say, and a very powerful one, is how a woman loves. They love hard and harder than yes. us. So how she loves. <laughs> okay. Well. And how she um, loves me, of course. And how they love me, of course. So <laughs> I love it. Hey, they look at him stealing <laughs> all of the love in the building. Look at this nonsense. What's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? They probably hey. would have never thunk it that you and I <laughs> actually they could see the uh, the softer side of us when it comes to women. But uh, yeah, we uh, right women out there right. um, don't ever forget that we love you, beloved and I. We love you absolutely. So, and so uh, call me. I want if you need someone to talk to you. Call me satisfaction guarantee. <laughs> don't don't get me to banging on that guitar. Don't get me to do it. <laughs> I had to yeah, ruin definitely. the moment with that song with my singing. I ain't, I'm not great. <laughs> well, let me say this. Yes, we yes, definitely winding down in a few minutes. Um, it was yeah. an awesome show tonight. I enjoyed you. Absolutely. I enjoyed even. Even just a little time that our uh, beloved sister Casey Blaze did come in and intervene, yes. uh, uh, that was great. I enjoyed um, Cassandra calling us. Yes. Um, Ms. Blaze will be rejoining us again next week. Um, we're going to wrap this up. We will return Tuesday with another compelling topic, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. uh, of course. Basically, just don't forget to press your follow button. Uh, I don't like to follow, say follow. subscribe because. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to say subscribe. I don't like that word because it appears to alienate people. Like I like saying follow and support because it 
it makes it more interpersonal, like you guys are friends, because without you, you've helped us achieve the status that we have so far. And to you all, we're very thankful. And in so doing, you will be notified of any uh, upcoming episodes. Uh, and also tell friends about us. And I now hand the mic over yes. to Santiago. Yes, thanks. Uh, our comments, uh, a couple comments that came to me, our caller. Uh, of course, KC, our heart is with you. Our prayers are with you. Um, I hope everything is good. Um, well, she's taking care of something very near and dear to her family. So everybody out there, if you can, just, uh, you know, pray for the KC and her family, for everything to be okay. She seems in good spirits, so it feels in feels great that she's she feels good and she was able to call in. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, and good night, and see you next week. Absolutely. Peace. Thank you for listening, and tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, peace.